ask for the opportunities that you have been waiting all your life and make all the efforts with the resources and means that you have within your control this is the new life this is the new era where you really need to make and ask for the opportunities because gone are the days when they will come knocking at your door and if you're really interested in understanding how that happens then tune into this episode where we discuss a story that really defines this thought This is Ishani Nigam. I am a recent graduate from the University of Melbourne with a master's in marketing and communication and I'm tuning right in from Melbourne, Australia. I help entrepreneurs, businesses, individuals, anyone who would like to create a good audiovisual content and especially help with podcasting, voiceovers, and if you're looking out for someone to help you with that, I'm right here. And welcome to my first step ever, a podcast for graduates and young professionals across the globe to help you take your first step towards your goal. Where there's a will, there is a way. Many of us have heard the saying many times and so have I. Today, I have a guest speaker who is here to chat with us about her journey it has been very very interesting because nowadays what we all hear about is how you know going ahead with your formal education there, there are so many pathways we do our masters bachelors we study well which is all very good but some of us feel if we are not able to you know access that how can we achieve what we want Well then this story is very interesting for all the youth graduates listening to us across the world this story is all about how you must ask for the opportunities that you're worthy of and how you can do that and today please welcome Pyle Agarwal all the way from India hi Pyle thank you so much for coming on I my first step ever namaste from India namaste Pyle <laughs> that is a very very warm greeting that we have got from you today namaste i feel so good I'm from India as well. As Pyle says that some people are entrepreneurs by choice and some are by birth. But Pyle would like to say that she became an entrepreneur by need. Her philosophy in life has always been give her lemons and she will make really good lemonades out of it. <laughs> so Pyle was always bitten by the tea bug much earlier in her life. She comes from Darjeeling which is a hill station, a very lovely hill station in India. and that is one of the places where tea production takes place and very good quality and they are exported all over the world although she doesn't come from a family who of gardeners or tea specialist but she developed a particular interest in tea and now she runs a company or her own business where she sells tea leaves of different variety and still striving to create quality out of it and the name of her company is chayo So Pyle that's a very interesting name. Are you able to take a listeners through that how was your childhood and who was your biggest in- inspiration back then? Thank you Ishani for your question. See childhood 
in our times back then then i mean i'm not that ancient but still our times were different to what you youngsters go through today so i come from a very typical marwari family where we did not have access to a lot of people internet those days was not there i mean in fact we are those generations who actually saw dd channels and then we saw the i would say these different tv channels coming and then the internet era so internet and all these exposures were not there today you are sitting there in australia i'm sitting here in india we able to talk to each other so when it comes to inspiration our inspiration was all around us our mom grandparents whoever was there in our small vicinity that we could live with so when i grew up in my childhood i come from a very very uh, simple middle class family so i've seen my mother my grandmother they used to all work in the house the whole day and they would always hear that okay in some foreign lands a woman also working although we had not seen so i would listen to them and aspire that okay some day i will make sure my mom would say my daughter works as well so those tits and bits are the inspiration it's very difficult for me to say this particular anecdote was the moment that changed my life in childhood no it did not happen so i would say the childhood was filled with inspiration looking at whatever was around and learning the best that i could and now i implement them in my that is a very strong start to anyone's life the foundation plays such a big role and i think our parents play a very very big role in how we are shaped even the the kind of surroundings that we have as you mentioned about your vicinity i'm sure you had inspiration growing through since then that's why you had that fire somewhere something was there in your conscious that you would want to achieve that in the long run having said that pile as we are talking about the formal education and you really wanted to have that so from there let's let's take a leap to when you have were in late late teens that's where i wanted to understand so you did your schooling and with your late teens what happened then uh, what profession were you in uh, did you start working just after your grade 12 or did you pursue your bachelor's after that So Ishani I wasn't one of those lucky few to get into college so I never saw those to a college in my life I just did my plus 2 and that's all the education that I've had in terms of formal education when you say in my life so college uh, is not there in my dictionary but when you talk about the changes that happens in the teens see internet had just come in so there was a cyber boom go and google or read something because libraries were there we would read the books and you know i was a voracious reader and i was very fond of studying and education also i definitely didn't want my education to stop there because i was in a topper in my class 10 and 12 but then what has to happen has to happen because that's how life shapes you so as i said to those were those the internet cafes where we could actually go and you know the internet would be very slow but we could learn so i always made sure that given any opportunity between let's say an hour of going and watching a maybe a theater or a show or a movie or maybe given some pocket money i would actually go and spend it in that cyber cafe and read out of a library and buy a book for myself so that is how i tried and shape my teenage now another very important thing that happened with me in my teenage was i wasn't even 18 when i got married so i would say i got married in my teenage itself and uh, i was a mom at 19 so you know i was a mother at my teenage wow. so that itself was a big big change in my life because a lot to learn coming to your question what did i pursue in terms of my 
uh, career. So definitely, I did not have any formal degree. So it's not that because I studied finance, I would go and try to do something in finance, no, or maybe some other stream. But that wasn't the case. Yet I always wanted to learn because I wanted to make sure that if I stay updated and upgraded, I would be able to set an example to my child. or teach him and grow him further as we say that the best uh, learning is from your house so that that was the time when i was a mother and i actually started with my own school so i started with a play school to begin with because while i was uh, growing as a mother learning motherhood better experiencing motherhood there were other mothers whose children would come to my school and that's how the learnings uh, began but that school did not teach me only this it taught me administration it taught me management how do you manage an organization because i definitely was not the only one teaching there i had teachers i had other peon employees there was accounts to be handled it was there was a lot of teething problems initially but that was my first venture so i always say i learned administration simultaneously 5 years down the line i picked up a career on the side in insurance because i again as you already mentioned that i was a need based entrepreneur i wasn't a passion entrepreneur in the beginning so there was a need there was some financial crisis we were going through in the family so i picked up a simultaneous uh, thing in insurance i learned finance over there so that's how i say that even if i did not get a chance to go to a college doesn't matter i learned everything practically so that's how the journey continued and uh, from there to a restaurant for a decade so i was a restauranter for a decade so i completed 25 years of my work experience already so when i say i was an educationist for 8 years simultaneously juggling with insurance career i've had 10 decades or one decade of a restaurant experience and now since the last 5 years i'm a tea pruner so i could actually sum up my entire 25 years into that so that is that is very very interesting fire one thing that i notice is your spirit to continuously learn even though you did not define yourself in a particular field in a profession but you always had a very open mind and you kept learning it's it, it actually comes as a surprise to me that you had the opportunity to you know be an educationist be a restauranter and now be a, a tree entrepreneur because that's really amazing that you could really experiment but with all these different industries that you were in you essentially as you mentioned you were developing your transferable management skills which are so so necessary it's very interesting to i think one point that you mentioned was that you were you were saying you were not lucky enough to study <laughs> you know to i mean to do your uh, formal education your undergrad or grad funny because nowadays people choose not to if they don't want to you know uh, everything has it has become a choice now and they still do well but i think what from your story what really comes out very evidently is that whatever it may be education or no education one must have the mindset to learn and even if most of us are fortunate enough to you know learn to grow and do a formal education but if you stop learning after that this actually you're not putting your education to use so that was terrific being a mom at 19 having that challenge as well not a challenge but as a responsibility i would say so that's very interesting now i think i would like to get to the very interesting part of your story when you had the chance of you know asking and going ahead applying for this women internship program that happened at indian institute of management bangalore from right and it it is one of the most 
prestigious management school in india top most university that we say so i really would like my listeners to listen to this carefully how by asking about something or applying for an opportunity that had never knocked at your door you made it happen so yes pile how if you could take us through the journey from securing that spot in the program so as you just said that what you asked is what you get so i'm a firm believer of this fact that if we ask we'll definitely get in life whether it's from the universe whether it's from our parents until and unless we are vocal about our thoughts it doesn't turn into reality so when it comes to education although my entrepreneurial journey was doing good see ups and downs will be a part of business i have never seen any business graph which only goes up the graph will always come go up and down so that's a part of it but still i always had this you know this pain within me i always used to say that i wish i was educated i had gone to a college so i think somewhere and i always continued learning wherever i could get an opportunity whether it was online if i saw some new podcast coming up i would just grab my phone and listen to it or on the way you know when people drive people are generally busy listening to good music but i was always have an audible playing on my car so these are small small changes that i brought into my learning attitude because i have to manage the time it's that much time that i had after doing all my duties so i am we i would say it's that mecca of education that's place where every student would like to go in life so for me it so happened when i shifted actually from my hometown to delhi ncr i did not know anybody here i was like a complete stranger i packed my bags and i shifted from a small town to a big metro city so it was like from a pond to an ocean story i would say for me and i did not know anybody so what would i do i would just look at different events that were happening around so on facebook on meetup on different things we get see different events happening so i would just land up in the event trying to find a space for myself in this metro city and in one such event i heard that there are different programs which are supporting women entrepreneurs and my tea venture i had just started oh, and i was actually right I had, time I was actually, yeah it was actually the right time so i was looking at opportunities where i could learn more and enhance more because you know after starting i was feeling like a little stuck so that's when i am happened and i would say it's my tea venture so i will actually want everybody to listen to it very carefully that if you don't do your education and the time it doesn't matter sometimes our business will actually make us study so it's my tea venture that actually today i proudly say from an undergraduate to an i am i am degree that i'm holding and not only imb i because of my venture i got a chance to go to amity university i went to imb and another organization procter and gamble actually gave us training so procter and gamble being the organization that it is 120 years of fmcg and the different product knowledge so imagine me running a startup in a fmcg industry and i get to learn from the who's who of that organization that's a bingo <laughs> yes it was so imb was the first day when i entered imb it was like i had tears in my eyes even to step in but that organization is truly the organization that shapes people so when i stepped there i realized there were a lot of things that we were doing in business i personally i would say i was doing them in business but i didn't know the real terms and technologies a small incident like when i made my shift to delhi out of my small town people often often ask me this question that why did you choose delhi ncr instead of bangalore mumbai kolkata and other cities so i just did my calculations and i decided delhi because it was a new startup i was trying to do but 
today after being an iim i say i did a swot analysis so i know the terms now when we talk of inventory we were actually doing inventory we were keeping stock we were keeping a track of what is coming in what is going out but now i know the real terms for this is inventory management data mining so i would say i am i owe it to i am today that when i come across and talk to people i definitely bring my experience of business but then now i now i know the real jargons and the real terms and terminologies to talk so yes i am it was and to every entrepreneur student whoever is listening to it it's never late in life if i can go to i am at the age of 40 you at any age you can go and without a graduation degree i was selected so just wish for it and work for it it shall happen firstly congratulations on making this thing happen because as i'm saying it again getting a spot in iim indian institute of management is a huge thing in india because it's the top most university in india and many many people you know compete for this position so it is a huge deal to get into it so congratulations for that five first thing there are a lot of things in your journey in this entire journey that i would like to you know speak about i think to start with i would like to just ask one more thing what i see is a hunger and passion to learn you utilize the time in listening to podcast reading going out and finding out events where you know where you can learn more net network with people so you were utilizing your time for the right things and this tells us that you need to have a right mindset to do anything and willing to make an effort which you were making and then you happen to come across this program that runs at iim i just wanted to ask you how did you make that ask over there because as as i also know and you also know, it's a very competitive thing out there you need to go through multiple round of interviews or application process how did that happen and how did you get the spot as i'm really interested to know so this was a special program that was actually run for women entrepreneurs and what happened is we had to definitely apply see competition is everywhere there's no uh, freebie in this world and there's nothing that comes easy it might look very easy after we get to do it and once we have it any business deal it's like that it looks very easy after we do crack it but it's very difficult in the beginning and i am yes definitely it was difficult so there was multiple applications so it's a program where 10000 women are being supported on it so the applications were there we had multiple rounds of interviews to go through and you know this reminds me a very interesting thing so the day i was supposed to be interviewed i was actually in hyderabad and i was on a panel speaking with some i think there were yeah it was a event for women entrepreneurs and i was invited as panelist to hyderabad as a speaker and i get this mail from imb that okay you have a interview at so and so time and it is like oh my god i'm here as a panelist and then 2 hours later i'm supposed to be giving my interview there's no way in the world that i could actually fly from hyderabad to bangalore in that gap of 2 hours i requested them and they actually made shift and uh, they agreed to do it on a skype and because on the panelist also definitely i know i am was a bigger opportunity for me but i i had committed there and i did not want to fail my commitment so i requested with an honesty that okay this is what it is and i send them the invite that this is where i'll be so i actually had to sit up in a restaurant try and get borrowed wifi and i did my interview on that so i would say i applied for the i am on a borrowed wifi connection in some cafe 
So the interview definitely would be intense. There'll be different rounds of questions that you'll have to go through. First, it'll be the submitted application and the interviews. So I would say it's the professors and all who took my interview. They definitely saw that, okay, I was passionate about my work. And the whole idea for a teacher and a professor is to grow somebody who wants to learn. So I think that is what they look at uh, you. They don't even look at, they don't only look at your old degrees. And there I would uh, I would really like to give this mention to Isha Chopra who is my mentor. And she actually, you know, had her, my papers had gone to her also. And definitely an undergraduate was red mark there. It was a red flag there because I was an undergraduate myself. But then she went through the entire application and she had a call with me. And definitely after that, if she accepted it, I'm highly grateful to her and to all the professors and the interviewing team of IMB. How you started off with looking out for the opportunity that you felt you are worthy of, a, that you can learn from, and finally landing up that position that you were looking for in the program. And I, I understand that from there, your journey was very, very interesting because Isha Chopra, as you mentioned, she was here on a podcast as well. And she told us that what she remembers of you is that you thanked her for the learnings and the growth that you saw after doing that program. So if you're able to take us through the top three highlights or your learning from your extremely fast, successful growth of your company after you completed the program. So, I mean, it's very easy. I mean, I can give, give you tens of my learnings from there, but top three, if I would like to give first is customer first. So the first thing that, you know, I learned is it's not about what's in it for me, what's in it for you. So we generally actually, whenever we are doing something, we tend to see that what am I getting out of this deal? But after the IM lessons, I learned my customer first, whatever I'm going to do, whether it's a product, a service that I'm going to render, how does my customer benefit from it? If my customer is happy, I definitely will, uh, my company will grow. So that was my first lesson. The second in that was Give it your best shot every time you do. So, you know, when we are developing products, when we are doing something new, we need to make sure that every time we are trying to do it, we do it with that 100% authenticity and with 100% dedication that we did it the first time when we were given an opportunity. Because sometimes we entrepreneurs, when we are on the journey of success, you know, we kind of get complacent. We start uh, accepting that oh, this to be our right if we get something, we get very complacent and very comfortable in our skin and we start feeling that, oh, I've got it and it's going to be here forever. Nothing is permanent in life. So we need to make sure every time we work hard for it and give it the best shot for it to continue. And third most important thing that I would like to say is we need to plan. So I would always run pillar to post and try to juggle and do everything myself. But what I learned from there is delegation. It is very important to plan and delegate. Because if we don't delegate, we will not be able to get enough done. We can only do so much as an individual. So this has been my weakest point forever. And I still am not the best at it. I'm still trying to work on myself on it. But these are my three top learnings, which I said the team, definitely, we need to build up a team. Without the team, no company grows. So these are my top three takeaways. Those are very, very intriguing takeaways, Payal, and I think a very heartfelt one. All these things are definitely taught to us in different ways in our 
formal education, but only once you apply, you fail at it and you learn on, on your own, that's when you will always remember them. So those are some really amazing tips. And, and Payal, thank you so much for taking us through your journey. I had really, it was in some way an eye-opening journey for me as well today. So I can just see your passion coming through of just learning and ever just keep on learning. So I would like to say to our listeners, I hope you got a lot out of this episode today and you have understood why you must ask for what you feel that you're worthy of because you can definitely get it and we do not get the opportunity always in front of us. And if you keep waiting, you might just miss it. And it is the time when you have to stand up and ask for it, but also be ready for it when when you ask about it. I really liked your journey from the very beginning, as you mentioned, Pyle. Uh, and before we close, I would just like to mention one thing to our audience that formal education or no formal education is a personal choice, however you look at it in that way. But with either way that you go ahead in your journey, what is really important that really you value your decision. If you believe and value that you do not want to go ahead and pursue the education, and you want to go different ways, start experimenting and learn from it, that's all good. But if you want to really study and you want to go ahead with formal education, then you need to value it. And even after you complete it, you should always be open to learning. And Payal, thank you so much for being on my first step ever. I really love your journey. I have nothing else to say. I think I'm falling short of words today. And before you leave, are you able to leave our listeners with a quote or a saying that you really resonate with? So there are many actually I can leave you all with, but I know we need to end it somewhere. So before I give that last statement, I would like to really add to it, Ishani, what you were just mentioning to all the people listening to it, that yes, when you get an opportunity to learn, you need to apply it. Because gathered knowledge is of no value. It's the applied knowledge that is valuable. Because we all kind of keep gathering knowledge. It's uh, it comes to no value till we apply. Like we generally buy books and keep, you know, I have the biggest bookshelf in the house. So that's the kind of attitude we develop. But if we don't read that book, it's of no value. Now, as my closing statement, I would like to say everybody that uh, if one opportunity you got and it did not work for you, it does not mean the doors are closed further. Every opportunity that comes opens the door, but every opportunity that goes by closing a door actually paves the way to a new door that will be opened. It might seem sound very complicated, but I'd like to repeat it once again, that like every coming opportunity opens a door for us, when an opportunity closes, it goes away, that door closes, but the door will not remain closed forever. There'll be a new door opening soon. So always watch out for that new opportunity because life is continuous, nothing stops. So we are actually creating memories. So the, it's the journey which is beautiful, not the destination. So watch out your journey and make it the most beautiful journey you can. Thank you so much, Ishan. Thank you, Payal. That is a very practical and a very positive advice that you have shared with us because that's where we ultimately stop. Once something doesn't work, we stop there. Most of us stop there. And I have done that a few times earlier as well. But I'm also changing my ways and learning from people from stories like yours, such such amazing stories. So thank you, Payal, for being on my first step ever. And I would also like to mention that if you have enjoyed this episode today, you've learned something out of Payal's journey, 
please drop her a message on Instagram. I, I will share her Instagram handle on my my Instagram account, which is my first step ever underscore in, where you can drop her a message saying thank you because it's always good to be grateful to people who give their time because that's the most precious thing. And a huge thanks to. Isha for making us connect with each other and guys this is how networking works so thank you so much to everyone my gratitude to Isha as well yes. she's always been a supporter she's always pushed me whenever I feel down and I'm like no I don't think I'll be take it beyond this she's like no no just go for it it's just a big she's a great mentor and motivator Another great thing to learn is to support each other that is amazing but when as I think Isha mentioned when you lift people around you, the community, the society lives as a whole itself. Wow, this episode has reinforced the fact that extraordinary people rise from ordinary situations. They put in a lot of effort and details in whatever work they take up. You might find several possibilities in the work that you're doing and make the ordinary day extraordinary with that little effort that is unique to you. And we wrap up today with yet another episode of my first step ever podcast that tells us that nothing is impossible and there are ways that you can achieve your goals if you put your mind to it. So, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you soon with another episode next week. Until then, if you like what you hear, then you can follow this podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcast, or on Anchor. You can also be a part of my first step ever underscore IN instagram community and if you like watching videos you can also watch the entire podcast the video on youtube channel ishad nigam so my friends and ninjas until next time i would just like to say start believing in yourself and keep believing in yourself